EO Fire 1221. Give them a tool, the use of which will gradually lead them to think differently. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven-figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. As a business owner, I can tell you that your company is only as good as the people you hire. Find your perfect candidate today. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Jen Grisanti. Jen, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Jen is an international speaker and an acclaimed story consultant and writing instructor at NBC. She spent 12 years as a studio executive, and she's also the author of Storyline, Finding Gold in Your Life Story, TV Writing Toolkit, and her new book, Change Your Story, Change Your Life. Jen, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. First of all, I'm absolutely thrilled and congrats to you and all of the success. You are killing it out there. Thanks, Jen. And, oh, I love the service that you are offering entrepreneurs. So so congrats for that. And, and again, I'm thrilled to be here. Um, a little bit about me. I love yoga. I've done yoga for 25 years. Uh, I am also a meditator. I love to meditate. I am a believer that anything you can visualize that you can make happen. Uh, I love to write. I My story, to help fill in some of the blanks, I'm definitely a believer that amazing things can happen from failure. So I love that this is a topic uh, of your podcast because rock bottom moments or all is lost moments are everything that my brand is about. And it's everything that I work with storytellers on. I went through a rock bottom moment that was the end of a studio executive career after 15 years with two sister companies in mid pursuit to running a studio. And I turned that rock bottom moment into the best thing that could have happened to me. And after hitting rock bottom, what I did was I really started to think about what do I love about my job and what makes me want to wake up every morning and how do I create a business uh, with an impactful message Around it, and that led to me creating Jen Grisanti Consultancy Inc., which then led to me writing the three books that you were so gracious to mention, which then led to me speaking at the Big Island Film Festival, which led to me meeting the love of my life. And then uh, I went on to speak in Israel, Australia, and London. And none of this would have happened if I had not hit my rock bottom moment. One thing that I really loved in finding out a little bit more about you, Jen, was 
your focus and your passion about story, that's a big, big part of EO Fire. And that's something that we always focus on within every single interview. So I'm really excited to be getting into your journey as an entrepreneur because this has been a fascinating one. You have had the ups, you have had the downs, you've had the in-betweens as, you know, most of us have. But before we kind of get specific, Jen, and kind of let you loose on telling a couple stories to us here, let's first talk about today, present times. And you're an entrepreneur, you're making things happen, you're traveling around the world. What are the different revenue streams that you've created as an entrepreneur? Well, it's interesting because I have listened to a number of your podcasts, so many (laughs) that I love that resonate with me in such a major way. And, you know, one thing I noticed that you have tapped into, which I'm definitely from the older generation, like you're the brand new generation that is all about, you don't have to spend 15 years in the corporate world building your expertise. You can start with your expertise by understanding your passion. And for me, I still, a large part of my business is the one-on-one consults uh, versus the uh, programs and the courses, which I do have a StoryWise 10-week tele-seminar that I do once a year that gets writers from all over the world. Oh, cool. And that is definitely a huge thing for me. And then, of course, being the writing instructor at NBC for Writers on the Verge, um, my books, I have workbooks, I have CDs, I have webinars at the writer's store. So I think the biggest thing was learning how to create income. Certainly, we all love passive income, which is is the key to all of it. Big but time. I have to admit, like the, with me, with the consults, with script writing, it is so important that you get the one-on-one feedback or with um, personal story, any storytellers that are interested in understanding how to um, develop and reveal their emotional truth, the one-on-one plays into that. But I am learning, John. I love it. I'm learning from you, which I love. Keep listening to EO Fire, Jen, and uh, we'll get you there for sure. Absolutely. Now, I love the fact that you found the love of your life, that you found a Mm -hmm. passion that you can get up and do every single day within your work, and that you are still learning, that you're still getting up, you're listening to podcasts, reading books, audiobooks, you're doing all the right things. And Fire Nation, you are too. That's why you're hearing my voice and Jen's voice right now. And again, Jen, I I really want to go back to the fact that I love your story because it sounds like right now, again, a lot of things are working incredibly great for you, but it's a journey. You know, we've been on that roller coaster and we've kind of talked about some of the ops. We're going to talk about a few more in a little bit here, but I don't just want to talk about the downs now. I want to talk about the lowest of the low, what you, Jen, consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Jen, Tell us that story. Take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Okay. So uh, I've definitely had many of them, as we all have. And I definitely have learned from every single one of them. And this was no exception. My my very first uh, absolutely horrific entrepreneurial moment was when I was brought to speak for my first big speaking engagement in Seattle at the Northwestern uh, Writers Guild. And, you know, they paid me a lot of money and they took care of my travel. And uh, 
I got there and it was a three-day event. And the first night was Q&A and it was, you know, very easy. Everything went incredibly well. And I think there were like 80 people in the room. And the next day I knew that we had, I think, close to 100 signed up. And uh, it was an eight-hour day. Mm. And I got there and I woke up in the morning and I thought, okay, wow, you're in a new place, you don't know anyone, and you're doing this event. I mean, how spectacular and incredible, and you've got everything ready, and this is going to be great. And I got up to the microphone, and I literally had a panic attack. I literally was just like, it felt like someone had taken an eraser and erased 17 years of knowledge. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. And I thought, I have eight hours with this group. So um, what I learned, like I, you know, what I, how I got past that in the moment was I started asking people, why are you here? And as soon as a few people answered why they were there and what they hoped to get out of it, then all of the fear went away. And then uh, another thing, so what came out of that, like what I learned from that, which which I thought about on the way home, was uh, I couldn't believe that all of the research and analysis and everything I had done in building my business that I had not studied presenting. I had not studied how to give a perfect presentation. And, and it, was, it took me hitting that moment to make me devour everything out there on speaking. And my biggest, uh, I think my favorite book that I read as a result of that experience was Presenting to Win by Jerry Weissman. Uh, and then another uh, dark moment happened from that experience when I had um, I had uh, I had this exercise, this icebreaker exercise, where I I asked everybody around the room, "Does anybody have universal life moments that they want to share?" Explaining that a universal life moment was a moment where the rug was pulled out from under you and life as you knew it changed. And suddenly I had this room coming alive, but the hard thing was I had people sharing for like 15, 20 minutes and that didn't work. So what that negative uh, experience led me to do was create an exercise, which has become my most popular exercise at all my events, which is called Logline for Your Life. And a logline for your life is a summary of a life moment utilizing the formula, setup of who, create empathy, the you is you, dilemma, action, goal with a twist of irony. Fire Nation, I know you're listening to this story and you're like, uh, this is exactly why I never want to get up in front of a crowd and give a talk because Jen got up to present. She had eight hours to present. She had all of these wide-eyed, open-mouthed people in the audience staring at her, and she had a panic attack. Just an eraser just came down and just wiped out her memory, and it was just blank. And it's no surprise that the number one phobia for Americans, it's not death. 
it's public speaking. <laughs> and Jen, like I love like how you actually got ended up getting over that by starting to engage with the audience. And, and that's yes. a great little ninja trick fire nation to always remember engaging with the audience, bringing your audience into it. That just kind of like breaks that ice wall that seems to separate the speaker from the attendees in the audience. Now, you went through the techniques that you learned and you went through the different books that you've read and the tactics that you practice. All this is so important, Fire Nation. Like the first time you give a talk should not be the first time you step up on stage and look out over the audience. Like it, that needs to be a practice trait. And we've had Michael Port on the show multiple times and he has this great course called Heroic Public Speaking. And actually his most recent book is about this as well. So he's another great resource to go along with the one that Jen mentioned for this kind of stuff, Fire Nation. It's key. And I'll never forget when Kate was going to give her first talk. She's like, what's the one thing I need to do? And I said, when you first get to the actual place you're going to give the talk, you got to jump up on stage and get used to the actual view that you're going to see, to the seats, to the, to the depth of the actual area that you're at. The first time that you're standing on that stage should not be when you're opening your mouth to start your talk. It, it really, it needs to be a comfortable place for you. So there's just a lot of things like it. that. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. And, and Jen, I'm sure you have a lot. So can you kind of just maybe share with Fire Nation, just like, one or two things that you really think would help them avoid what happened to you? Yes. I think the number one thing um, Jerry Weissman mentioned in his book, Presenting to Win, which was so helpful to me and so logical, was he said, if you are prepared, you won't be nervous. And I was completely prepared except for my opening. Ooh. So my opening where I'm just greeting people, not not my introduction into my talk, but my opening where I'm just greeting people like I hadn't really thought about what am I going to say? And, you know, how am I going to connect in the beginning? Because certainly with story, the biggest thing about story is you want to create safety and you want to create trust. So, you know, it is pivotal how you begin. So I think through um, that recognition and then through the recognition that, you know, you have to believe in the value of what you have to offer. And if you believe that you are going to create transformation and that you have the knowledge and the expertise to take the audience from point A to point B, then the nerves will disappear. Fire Nation, this is absolute gold. And I love the resources that you're sharing, Jen. I've actually never heard of those before. So I'm going to add those to my arsenal. Great. And I just really think it's it's a key thing for you, Foundation, to realize that, hey, getting out there and actually speaking in public, getting on podcasts, doing webinars, this is like part of the world that we're entering into. I mean, there's Blab.im now, there's Periscope, there's Meerkat, there's all these great opportunities to actually get out there and speak and interact and present and you really, as an entrepreneur, want to make sure that this is part of your arsenal that you can use going forward and building a great business. And now, Jen, for you, you've had a lot of great ideas as well, a lot of aha moments, a lot of light bulbs that have turned on throughout your journey as an entrepreneur. But I want to challenge you and see if you can just bring us to one of those moments, one of those stories <laughs> that you think is going to resonate with Fire Nation in a powerful way. What is that story, Jen? Share that with us. Okay, so I actually have two, but 
Can I say a beginning one and a later one? Absolutely. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, so my beginning aha moment that really resonated on every level was the recognition that you can fail forward. So every successful entrepreneur has a story of failure. And what I came into aha-wise is I, when I began to public speak, as soon as I would share the pivotal moments of my personal story that led to my professional success, I would connect with my audience. So the aha was our failure actually moves us forward. So that was one. And then that was at the beginning. And I have to say, like, when you're in failure, I don't think anybody is comfortable in it. But if you shift the way you see failure, and if you begin to see failure as a step forward instead of a step back, because you're getting information of what doesn't work, then you can see it differently. My second aha Well, moment. real quick to break in there, okay. Jen, because I of love course. that point, And I kind of want to just maybe frame it in a different way for Fire Nation is to just like you said, a not only to not look like it, not look at it like it's failure, but to say, hey, listen, my comfort zone is like where I know what I'm doing. I'm probably good at it. I'm probably not failing that often. I'm probably, you know, making little mistakes, but I'm in the comfort zone. Like I know where I'm at. I know what's going on. All the magic is going to happen outside of your comfort zone. That's where you're going to make the big failures, the big mistakes, and also the big gains and the big wins. So get out of your comfort zone, Fire Nation. And Jen, go to that second story. Take it away. And it, you know, it's also get out of your own way, which I think is the thing that causes most of us to hit failure. Again, I think though that it, you know, it's really recognizing that failure is our gift. Failure is our gold and and it's what connects us. So my second aha moment was, you know, I knew that the mission for my company was to stop isolation and create community through the telling of story on a global level. So I didn't know exactly how am I going to do that? Like before I went to, you know, I started my company in 2008. So before I went to London, Israel, Australia, it really was the idea of how do I take the knowledge and expertise that I have and make it uh, connect with writers around the world. And what I learned, uh, which you certainly know with webinars and podcasts, is Again, through my podcast and webinars, but my story-wise teleseminar, which is a 10-week teleseminar, which is everything that I teach in Writers on the Verge at NBC. And what made me come up with this and then recognize the value of teaching online was the you know, the recognition that there are thousands of people who submit for Writers on the Verge at NBC and only eight of eight people make it per year. So I thought, okay, well, let's look at who are those thousands of people and what if I had a program where they could get the same knowledge and get exposed to the same experience with story, what would it do? And and so that led me to come up with this, which led me to use, uh, I use Cisco WebEx, uh, I use Facebook ads, I use Twitter ads, and I ended up getting 108 people 
from all over the world uh, and it's grown year after year. And I, I really, and then I created community, which again was everything I knew my brand was about by having a private Facebook page. And suddenly I created friendships with people all over the world so that when people were traveling, they would connect with each other and that when people would succeed, like when they would get staffed on a show or sell a pilot or um, any big pivotal moment in a writing competition, we'd celebrate it as a group. And that created this tremendous sense of community. So I would say doing webinars was definitely an aha moment for me to recognize how to further my reach around the world with the teaching of story. Well, I love that aha moment. And a lot of people are saying, oh, 108, that's that's great. Like, that's a good number of people. But it's not like 10,000. Like, right. But but doing? first off, Jen, I mean, don't go there, girl, because <laughs> I am all about comparing and despairing. It is right. just the worst thing you can do, Fire Nation, as an entrepreneur, right. is to You're ever right. compare. But picture 108 people. Have you, Fire Nation, ever spoken in front of 108 people? Picture that. There's a massive number of people who have chosen to be there live, to listen to your voice, to listen to your message, and to potentially take action on whatever that course, that program, that product is that you're offering. I mean, that is huge, huge, and huge, it's a, huge. And it was a 10-week commitment. So it's like, and yeah. I had four different pay levels. So I knew that I had, because I had offered four different levels, which is a great thing for all entrepreneurs to recognize, is when you offer different levels and you're offering value at different levels, then it increases revenue in the most major way. And it it helps people not feel like, oh my God, I can't afford that course. Yes. I love all this. And Jen, you have a lot of cool things going on right now. I mean, you're hanging out here in San Diego on a gorgeous sunny (laughs) day. I mean, life is good, but what's, what's the one thing that has you most fired up right now? I would say now it, it's going to be thanks to you, John, because Yay. I, you know, one of the things that I was, I have been very fired up about is I was actually approached recently by a publisher. Now, my books uh, are published by Michael Weezy Productions, who they are absolutely incredible, and I am forever grateful to be involved with them. And it was an interesting thing because. With this, a publisher actually came after me. And so it was a really interesting turn of an experience. And they said, this is the book we need. And we think you'd be the perfect one to write it. And I, you know, I really got into the idea of, okay, I've written three books. I took a year and a half off or two years off. I think I'm really ready to write another book. And I was very fired up about that. But then I I listened to your uh, podcast with Amy Porterfield yesterday, uh, who's phenomenal, by the way, and I absolutely loved (laughs) everything she had to say. And I started thinking about it. And I started thinking, you know, I am supposed to do this as a digital product. This is what I'm supposed to do. And, And it just shifted everything in me where I thought, okay, if I create a digital product on this, then people can have this any time of the year. It's not just the once a year that I'm doing something, but it's any time of the year that this would be beneficial to them and bring them value because I'm all about how do you bring 
the client a quantifiable outcome. Wow. And where are we going to be able to find out more about this? Definitely on my website, which is jengrisanti.com. So I will be going into it and I, I am, and you know what I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to use your freedom journal for the hundred. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. I am just going to do this. I know I'm not going to have a publisher holding me accountable like I do for books. So I need to have something holding me accountable. And I saw your freedom journal. Like, okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, Jen, you are not going to regret A, using the Freedom Journal as your accountability partner. It's, it's amazing. But B, going the route of the digital product. I just am so glad you made that decision. And Fire Nation, you're not going to regret sticking around for the lightning round, which is coming right up. But we're first going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. As an entrepreneur with a team of six, I can tell you that building a strong team is an integral part to your business's success. Without the right support at the right time, you could find yourself so overwhelmed that your progress comes to a screeching halt. We don't want that. But where can you go to find qualified candidates? We all know that posting your job in just one place isn't enough. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you post it, you'll be instantly mashed candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses and you can try it now for free. Find your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire to get started. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Jen, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? For me, it was an attachment to what I believed was security. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice, uh, Buckmeister Fuller, there's a quote he gave that has really resonated with me uh, in my business. And it is, if you want to change how a person thinks, give up. You cannot change how another person thinks. Give them a tool, the use of which will gradually lead them to think differently. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I wake up at 4 a.m. Oh, miracle morning, girl. (laughs) Yes, I know. Exactly. I am definitely a believer uh, that amazing things come Uh, whether it's writing, content, expression, meditation, yoga, amazing things come when you wake up and you come off of the dream state and then you have like a routine that starts your day. And, And that is definitely a major factor that contributes to my success. Now, what time are you going to sleep at night? I go to sleep at 9.30. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) See, it doesn't it feel amazing? Oh, I love it. I love it. For me, like my life was spent like with nine to midnight. I used to just veg in front of the TV and basically be just in this like slug mode. And like, what's the point of that? No, I'm going to, I, you know, I don't quite get up as early as you. I'm a 5.30 a.m. guy, but I'm in bed at 9.30, usually falling asleep by 10 when I'm reading and I'm up at 5.30 taking on the world and as I like to say, Jen, and I'm sure you do too, I get more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. There's something magic about knowing that the rest of the world is sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you're awake. And when you're when you're awake, what's pretty crazy is at four a.m. Even most of the East Coast is still sleeping, so you're I really know. getting a jump start, girl. Now, share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation. You know, it's interesting. A resource that I couldn't live without and um, is called I Annotate. And it is a way that you make notes inside of a PDF. And not only can you do written notes, so I do all my notes on story through I Annotate. You can also do, uh, you can also record notes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you send them. So for me, this has been a game changer for my business and, and I love it. Now, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Jen, to join Change Your Story, Change Your Life on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm a voracious reader. Like I probably have read a thousand books in the last 10 years. Well, easily. I'm going to tell you that I think the word voracious is under you. So I love <laughs> your use of it. Thank you. Thank you. So I actually have three for you and they have all affected me because they resonate with where I'm at in my life right now. And the first is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. The second is The Obstacle Is The Way by Ryan Holiday. And the third is Pivot by Alan Zimmerman. So for me, the reason, like start with why. I'm definitely a believer that when you share with your audience why you're doing what you're doing, then you connect and you give them the emotional fuel that is taking you to the outcome. And and so I'm definitely, this is everything I teach in story. So when I saw this book, it resonated with me in a massive way. The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It resonated with me because like my own shift in how I saw failure, it was the recognition that our op- our obstacles actually paved the way to where we're supposed to be. So I think, again, it created a transformation inside of me, and it also created the type of transformation that I want to create and continue to create with my clients. Um, so this one really resonated. And then Pivot was, again, I think a massive way of of looking at how we see things and how we shift from one mindset to another. So these three books have definitely had an incredible effect on the way that I do business. Um, So I highly recommend them. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teen up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Jen, are your books in Audible? You know, I I believe that they Mm. are, but I would... Oh, my books. No, my books are not. No. Nate, Nate, on a podcast. We have worked on that. I think we're in the process, hopefully. Um, My publisher, we've talked about that. How about you hit the record button and read your own book and submit it to ACX and uh, have a go. Take control, Jen. You know, I like that. I like that a lot, John. Kind of how I operate. The difference is, and I I will look into it, and I (laughs) love that that is what this is all about. Now, when somebody publishes your book, 
and they own the rights Rights. to it. Then it's not the same as a self-published book. TV Writing Toolkit is self-published. So a book like that, I could do that. Start today. Take you up on that. Yes. Yes. Now, Jen, I want to end on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Uh, Best way you can connect with me is on my website, which is jengrisanti.com. And I'm sure you're going to have it up. And also, I wanted to let you know, John, I'm going to give you the handout that you can put up on your website for uh, the logline for your life formula and a story arc formula to help entrepreneurs understand how to tell their story. Wow. Wow. Love that. And where is that going to be? Just at your website? Uh, Yeah. I'll have it on my website under blog. Killer. And a parting piece of guidance. I'm definitely a firm believer that every writer who I have helped launch into a successful writing career did the emotional work in understanding that success was going to be part of their path. So I'm a believer that Everything that everything that has happened for me and, and my whole mission when I started my own business was to create the income that I have when I was a studio executive. And I did this in two years and and I have created more and more every single year. So it, it really and, and all that came through was belief. I knew for me to succeed in that way that my writers or my storytellers had to have quantifiable results. So that's what I focused on. And that's what I believed in. Well, Fire Nation, you need to believe that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JG and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jen in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about, her books, her recommendations. Of course, visit jengrisanti.com and you will be able to ignite over there. And Jen, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. You got it. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with The Freedom Journal. Ignite! Ignite!